common sense recap of the day's biggest stories. It's John Katz and Rita Cosby. Katz and Cosby on 77 WABC. We have a special guest today. Yeah, we sure do. Yeah, we've got uh, Alan Dershowitz. Uh, Alan Dershowitz, who is coming up right now. And Alan Dershowitz, of course, a great constitutional lawyer, also Harvard Law School emeritus and great best-selling author. Uh, Professor Dershowitz, great to have you here. Well, thank you. You know, I didn't realize that the logo for this show is Truth, Justice, and the American Way, because those of us who are my age... Remember, that was Superman. Exactly right. That's Superman. We played the Superman music. Right. right. And I'm looking right now at comic book number 11 of Superman from the late 1930s, early 1940s. I grew up with Superman. But now uh, now we're living in a bizarre world. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking, Alan. Keep Speaking, doing justice and truth in the American way. We'll I'm do that every day. Of Speaking of bizarre yeah. world, Alan, it's Richard Weinberg. I want to talk to you about what happened at Stanford Law School where Judge oh, Duncan God. of the United States Court of Appeals was booted down. And you wrote a great <laughs> article, Alan, in Gatestone. Would you tell us about it, please? Yeah. I mean, if this is what American lawyers are going to be like five, six, ten years from now, I mean, can you imagine any judge hiring one of these thugs as a law clerk or any Wall Street firm hiring these guys, um, they shouted down a judge. They called him the worst names in the world. When it came time to asking a question, they asked him about his sex life. Um, it was just terrible. Uh, you know, with somebody who taught at law schools, and I taught at Stanford, among other places, for 50 years, I have never seen quite anything like that. And the dean, the dean of diversity, equity, and inclusion, basically supported the students. Oh, she paid lip service to free speech. Oh, my she God. Said, no, she was Why awful. Should we she was awful. Somebody like that. He's going to cause harm psychologically to the students. They will be upset to hear different points of view from their own. And, oh my and you know, my she was worse than the students. My suggestion is Stanford ought to hire a new dean. A dean for diversity, diversity of ideas, free speech, and and tolerance. So but, let, let me ask you, Professor: Is there anything that can be done? You know, it was it was horrible. Everybody, that video is going viral everywhere, yeah. and the dean basically appealed to the students and said, "Don't you basically agree how terrible he is?" It was shocking. Yeah, well, what should be done is first of all, the the National Lawyers Guild, which is you know a hard left intolerant woke organization is the one that sponsored this and they have now put out the names of the people in the federalist society who invited him well i think the names of the protesters ought to be made public absolutely so judges and law firms will know i would never dream of hiring one of these thugs to to represent people what if they don't like the person who they're representing Suddenly, they're going to turn against them. Right. I mean, that's not what lawyers are supposed to be doing. Alan, and your point is very good. You don't want to penalize all the law students at Stanford or right. Yale or Georgetown who pull this time, just the ones who engage in this censorship activity. But you know what? The sa- right. scary thing, they're doing the opposite. How outrageous is that, Judge? Yeah, uh, no, they're going, to, they're, going to be, they're going to be people who make heroes out of these guys. Look, the same thing's happened at Berkeley. At Berkeley, 14 clubs amended their constitutions to prohibit any Zionist from ever speaking 
Zionist means anybody who believes Israel has the right to exist. So I couldn't speak about the Constitution. The dean who's Jewish and a Zionist can't speak at Berkeley. And I also suggested publishing the names of the people who engaged in this kind of censure. It's not McCarthyism. In McCarthyism, they publish the names of people who hadn't been communists for 20 years, who were living normal, decent lives. Here, these are kids who are publicly joining in this kind of thuggish behavior, and every law firm ought to know their names. You're and, right. And, 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 Alan, and, until, and, until a dean has a Reagan moment and tells yeah. a bunch of students, you no longer attend this university because you didn't meet up to our standards, it's going to continue. Someone has to have the balls to do that. Guys, it happened to me. I'm on the board of the new school. I was appointed by Bob Carey at the time. And uh, Tom Ridge wants to has a new book and wants to speak in front of the students. And, and me invite him. And me and uh, Bob Carey uh, was in, uh, on the front row along with Tom Ridge. And there was two, three, only two or three disruptive students. One allowed Tom Ridge Wow. To talk. The former former Homeland Security Secretary, yeah. Governor of Pennsylvania, and an accomplished guy. You want to hear how bad this really is? Yes, tell me. I taught at Harvard for 50 years. If I were invited tomorrow to speak at Harvard, they would disrupt my speech. They would not allow me to speak. I'm a liberal Democrat who supports 80% of their agenda, but I'm not woke enough. I'm not progressive enough. I'm not censorial enough. And I'm too tolerant of different points of view. You should work so on that, Alan. Are uh, foreign to... governments, do they have an undue influence on our universities? That is the question. Certainly. Well, funding, to... funding by foreign universities, particularly private universities like Stanford. Stanford, we know, has gotten a lot of private funding. I know the president of Stanford. He's a very decent guy. He used to be the president of Rockefeller University, just down the block from where I live. And he did condemn this. The question is, will he go further? Will he go further? And if he does, will he be fired? First of all, today, every white male president of of any university is being asked gently, please resign so we can make room for a minority person to be the president. And virtually every new president who's been appointed are appointed as the result of the diversity equity and inclusion uh, criteria. America is under attack. Let me tell you something. A few days ago, I had a U.S. senator here, and he's a tough U.S. senator, a nice man, smart man, and we had that discussion that I have with you sometimes, 2076, the 300th year of our country. Are we going to make it to 2076? Are our grandkids going to make it, or great-grandkids going to make it to 2076? And he has, and he, a U.S. senator, has a lot of concerns. Well, and what was his answer? His answer. He has a lot of concerns. That's scary. I have a lot of concerns. We will make it as a country, but what will we be? Will we be a Venezuela. country that abides by the First Amendment? Will we be a country that believes in due process? Will we be a country that believes in meritocracy? I think meritocracy is dying, and I think that will destroy. America's uniqueness. I mean, we have made it as the number one country in the history of the world because we were the most meritocratic. Anybody could make it in America. The American dream. The American dream is Are we going to lose it? Well, we can, yeah. I'm going to say to something, all Americans out there, all, uh, all people that love the United States of America, we're in danger. 
And yeah. we better love our country a little bit more, love our, our way of life. Otherwise, we're going to lose it. Venezuela right. lost it in 20 years. Yeah, very quickly. But really scary. This is a meritocracy. We do have to give everybody an equal chance at the beginning. We have to have much better preschool, much better early health care. We can't let people compete in a meritocracy when they've already lost the battle because of early problems that we don't pay enough attention to. We should be paying attention from kindergarten up. I want to make sure that every young kid uh, can compete. You know what I love? Recently, I was in New York. At, you've all been there. Washington Square Park. And you see these chess masters who are beating everybody for money. And virtually all of them are African-American. Um, there's no difference between the inherent ability of people based on race. It's just that these kids have been brought up early on to become great chess players. If they were also brought up early on to become you know, great doctors and great lawyers and great it would make. I all just the got a text, uh, Rita. Yeah. Why don't you uh, tell them about the text? Not everybody has seen that video, so tell them real fast, so yeah. so everybody knows what we're talking about. Yeah, we're, we were talking about uh, the judge. This is again just for people who are listening out there. If you haven't seen the video, you got to go online. Uh, judge Kyle Duncan, U.S. Court of Appeals, federal judge, goes to speak at Stanford, and the students go crazy because they don't like his views. And then suddenly, the dean of diversity comes in. And the whole, literally, they would not let him speak. Um, definitely check out the video. you got to come back on again another time, Professor Dershowitz. We want to talk Thank with you, you about Trump and a whole bunch and, more. Oh, Thank and, you. And, and, and I have a new book coming out tomorrow called Get Trump, all about the efforts to try to prevent Trump from running illegally and Bragg's attempt to indict him. Oh, you so got to come back on, on on that. And you're going to yeah. come yeah. back on this week because we Great. want to talk about it. Get Trump uh, by Professor Dershowitz. Thank you so much.